Hey there, and welcome back to the Kobe Simmet audio experience. In this episode, I'm doing a bit of a brain dump. I thought I'd share some of my thoughts that I've been collating over the winter here in the Southern, Southern Hemisphere. I recently just had a couple of weeks of rest and relaxation and a road trip to see some customers and some clients and some old friends right to the very northern tip of Australia where it's nice and warm and sunny, 30 degree days. Enjoy. share a couple of my thoughts in terms of how was I able to take six weeks, essentially take six weeks off and give my team the opportunity to grow and run the business in my absence. So, you know, nine days out of 10, I'm an operator. I'm operating best practice as an organization. We have about 30 uh, employees. I think that number's a little bit higher now. I've been away and we've hired a few people while I've been away, Uh, but it's around about 30. We've got about another 35 to 40 contractors who are very technical specialists in different aspects of business, risk management, recruitment, business coaching, that also work in our team and helping different organizations with our vision. Now, remember our vision with best practice is to help organizations to be great places to work, great places to buy from, great places to invest in. So it sort of goes without saying that I need to kind of drink my own Kool-Aid. And as a business owner, uh, I set my business up to have, obviously have financial freedom, to have business freedom, uh, or to have, have freedom and kind of, you know, have a lifestyle, if you like. So I didn't set it up to kind of give myself a job. I set it up as an investment. So what I wanted to do in this particular podcast episode was just to quickly go through what I set up and have worked on and refined in the last six months to allow me to take, as a business owner, a six-week holiday. So if you do know anyone who's a business owner, if you're a business owner and listening to this, this is going to be some really great stuff to kind of add to your to-do list uh, and prioritize to the top of your to-do list to give yourself an opportunity to get you know, a clarity break. Um, and I'm going to talk more about that in other episodes. I did have a period of about three weeks where I had no phone service, like no cellular service. Um, and I had kind of this digital blackout, which was really interesting because I didn't realize that I needed that. I'm, you know, we do lots of social media, lots of kind of stuff, but that's you know, lots of activity with our business, but that was something that really um, is a separate issue. This is about how to set up and get organized to take a six-week holiday. Okay, first things first, we do need to look at how the business is operating on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis and what tasks need to be completed. So you as a business owner, it's important to kind of look at your week, look back over last week, look back over the last you know, 10 business days, the last two weeks, if you like, of what have been your activities. Start with your diary or your calendar. What meetings are in your diary? What meetings are in your calendar? Now, if there are no meetings, if there's nothing in your diary, there's no kind of record of what you were doing because there's no bookings, that's a good place to start going forward is to start to make sure that the activities that you you are doing are planned ahead. And so for next week, start logging time. And I have seen a lot of business owners that kind of operate with this fairly empty calendar. Now, for me, that's an indicator of being that you're being super reactive and you're reacting to and constantly fixing things. Now, to be able to take time off, is there going to be someone who can fulfill that role? Is there going to be someone who can fulfill that role while you're away? So I looked back over my calendar. I went, right, what are the things that I'm doing in the lead up to this trip 
the vast majority of what I was doing is on a Tuesday, I have a one-on-one catch-up with all of the key managers at Best Practice. And in the lead up to that, I've looked at Best Practice and I've said, okay, we've divided the business into, I think it's about six divisions. Uh, Let's count here. We've got marketing, number one, sales, number two, finance, number three, operations, number four, and our people, culture, and capability, which is number five. So there's five parts to our business at best practice. Now, the sixth part is our board. We have an independent advisory board, and there's a couple of gentlemen um, and some independent advisors, legal advisors, and a lovely lady that helps us with legal advice. Uh, They make up my independent advisory board. So they're the kind of six parts to the business. So we have a manager for marketing, a manager for sales, a manager for finance, a manager for operations, and a manager for people culture and capability, and and there's a little bit of compliance in that role. So I have a one-on-one catch-up with all of those people uh, on a Tuesday, spills over to a Wednesday. Generally, the operations manager and I meet on a Wednesday afternoon, and I ask a couple of really simple questions. To each of those people, I just ask them what's on their mind and what else, what are their priorities, what are their challenges, what do they need help with, and and I ask them, okay, what are you going to do about that? And it's at that point in time where I listen And I try to coach people to the right answer so that in my absence, they can kind of think like I think and solve problems, you know, how they want to solve them and try and get experience. So in setting up those catch-ups, we're checking in on the other, the next thing that I've set up, which is key performance indicators or numbers. I just make sure everyone's got a number. So the marketing team have one key number and then each person within that team has one key number. The sales team have one key number and each person in that team has a key number. The operations team have a key number and then each person in that team has a very similar number. And then the people, culture and capability people have a number. So marketing, the number of uh, pieces of marketing content that need to go out, um, the number of inquiries that need to come in, sales, it's the number of quotes that need to go out and then the number of deals that need to be closed. Finance, it's the amount of cash that needs to be collected and, and the accounts receivable. There's some targets around accounts receivable and accounts payable. Operations around productivity, how much work they need to actually churn through to keep you know, servicing customers and keep, keep the projects and the work that we do and the advisory work that we do running. And then people culture capability, there's a measure of how much professional development people are doing, how people are moving through their development plans. So I've worked with my team to set that structure up. Now, I appreciate that it takes time to do the, it takes time to do this stuff. You have to invest in it. And the hardest thing about that investment is you do need to prioritize it. And it is tough to prioritize. And if you're hearing that sounds like a lot of work, it is a lot of work. But the return you get from the investment, if you invest in doing that work, you get this amazing return, which is your business continues to run with generally speaking, only minor issues, and you get to take six weeks off and you still get paid and you still bring in dividends. So it truly turns your business from a job, you have a job in your business, to an investment. And that's what I want to help you do. And anyone who's running a business, I want, I want to help you think about how does that happen? Now, what I've started to, to uncover, particularly in the last couple of weeks, is expectations on me. I'm starting to see what the team members' current expectations are of me, what they're looking for from me. And that is the opposite to where I want to be. I want the business to be an investment. I want it to be some, it's something that I've built over time, but I don't want to be in there on a full-time basis as the leader 
uh, with a specific set job description. There's things that I'm very good at, which I'm good at being creative and I'm an entrepreneur. I'm not a good day-to-day business operator. There are people that are far better at that than me. And in a recent survey of our team, I, I have found that there are team members in our business that still have that expectation that I am in there as the go-to person. So the next thing I need to work on is I need to actually start elevating the managers in each of the teams so they become the go-to person for people within our team. And there's less and less people that expect that they can come to me for guidance and advice and support, motivation and energy. So that's kind of what's been uncovered with this six-week trip is, you know, we've kind of asked the question now, what are the gaps that have been left that you can see as a person in the business by me being on, A, a digital blackout and, B, stepping uh, uh, away, you know, and, and out of the business? Still in there at the moment from an energy perspective, but I've got to look at that transition. So now what I need to do is add some skilled people and, and upskill some of our managers to be able to fill some of those slots. And that lets them grow and create space for them to grow in their career. So I didn't want to take too long with this particular podcast for you guys. It's definitely more that we can explore. If you want to explore this topic more, if you want to jump on, we can have a we can have a conversation about it. If it's something that you'd like to implement in your business, I'm always more than happy to you know organize a Zoom call and have a chat about and just give you some of my ideas. Um, if you are interested in a, in a longer webinar on this particular topic, uh, send us a message or comment on our YouTube channel. Um, and I'm more than happy if this is a particular topic you'd like me to explore a bit further and show you what I've got, show you my templates, show you what I've set up. I've got KPI sheets for team members. I've got, you know, agendas for one-on-one meetings with managers. And you can look at how I'm upskilling and training my managers. In fact, they're training themselves. I just become the facilitator of that. That's when I'm operating the business. Um, and then what what reports do I get? What information do I get when I am away for such a long period? excuse me, such a long period. So this has been a great episode. I want you to think about what needs to happen in marketing. What are the numbers in marketing in your organization? What needs to happen in sales? And what are the sales numbers in your organization? What needs to happen in the operational productivity or production part of your business? What needs to happen in finance? And what are the key numbers there? And what needs to happen with the ongoing professional development of your team? If you want to grow a business, then the people inside that business need to grow. That's how businesses grow. So it's about growing people and training people. It's about expanding and enhancing your team. It's about uh, offboarding players that are not performing and onboarding new players to try them out. And and exactly the same as a high-performance sporting team, players come and go from the team. So those are things that you've got to think about with your team. So you want to you want to enhance and develop and train team members and have them playing well together as a team, but you also need to be constantly adjusting who the players are on your team. So I hope you've enjoyed this quick episode. Have a think about what those key numbers are. Start thinking about getting that set up, put it on your to-do list and start thinking about what it could look like if you were to take six weeks off and enjoy a well-earned break from your business. If you know somebody who needs to hear this particular episode, they are completely buried in their business and they're looking at how they can free themselves up and get some business freedom, then share this episode. So hit the three dots at the top of the screen or the bottom of the screen, depending on the podcast platform you're listening to, and get this episode across to them and get them listening to it and get them to check out what we're doing on Instagram if you want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram handle is at Kobe Simat. If you want to follow me on LinkedIn, that's a great platform where we're doing a lot of research at the moment. There's lots of polls going out on my on my LinkedIn page, Kobe Simat on LinkedIn, Kobe Simat on TikTok, 
and Best Practice TV on YouTube. So hope you've enjoyed this particular episode. It's good to be back on deck creating some content and back from my trip. Uh, I've got another couple of little trips coming up. I'm taking a little bit more of an opportunity to have some more time off. My biggest goal this year is to spend more time in my family because I've been working so hard in the business. And so I'm planning on doing that. And I want to show you how you can achieve more business freedom and grow and develop in your career. So if you're somebody who's working in an organization, help the owners and founders get some more business freedom, which in turn will give you the opportunity to grow and take on more responsibilities and expand your career. So it's a win-win for everybody. Okay, I'm looking forward to speaking to you again in the next episode of Kobe Summit Audio Experience. Bye for now.